Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. I hold in my hand my latest audio series, a five-hour audio series on CD. It's entitled The Judgment Seat of Christ. This is one of the most sobering studies I have ever done. It is a must-study for you. All along the way, I continue to tell you on our website, on our radio broadcast, when I speak in person traveling across America and around the world, that the rapture could happen at any moment. And I do believe that is the case. I believe before I even finish this time with you studying God's prophetic word as we take a look at the book, that the rapture could happen. You know what happens when that does take place? We stand face to face with Jesus Christ and then the judgment seat of Christ. All of us, the Bible tells us in Romans and 2 Corinthians, that the judgment seat of Christ is a place where all Christians will stand. It's not to determine whether we're saved or lost. That's determined before death or before the rapture. It's to determine the rewards we receive for our works. Thus, I think it is an essential for you to study about the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to study in just a few moments about the prophetic judgments. There are a number of judgments, and one of them, the judgment seat of Christ, is included. Now, we'll have, over the next weeks or so, a complete study of the judgment seat of Christ. May I suggest that uh, you get your copy of this? Well, I'll tell you how to do that in just a moment, but right now... Get your Bibles out and let's study about the prophetic judgments in the future. Look at my eyes for a moment. That was a blink. The text in 1 Corinthians 15 says, In the twinkling of an eye, much faster than the blink you just saw, I'm going to stand in front of Jesus. And give an account for all I've done since I came to know him as Savior. I don't know about you, but it has just driven me to my knees. It has made me consider my life in light of that truth. And so if you'll allow me this week, I want to spend time. I'm, I'm going to look at all the prophetic judgments today in the future. In addition to that, we'll look at the promise of the judgment seat of Christ, the procedure of the judgment seat of Christ, the prize at the judgment seat of Christ, and then the partnership with Jesus in eternity future because of the judgment seat of Christ. In Revelation 22, Jesus three times says to John the Revelator, Behold, I come quickly. The second, Behold, I come quickly, and bring my reward with me. It's unbelievable. And I believe that the body of Christ needs to hear this study. Whether I do it or not, if you do it on your own, we need it. So, if you'll allow me. Now, let me tell you what I'm going to do. Each morning, I'm going to give a Middle East news update. The very first thing I do when I get up in the morning is go to the computer. We have a website, prophecytoday.com, and I list the 10 leading news stories on that website. They're on our home page. 
The purpose is I want you to read current events that are stories covering incidents that are stage setting for the return of Jesus Christ. And so I do that. Now what I'm going to do, I'm going to select one of those stories each morning to begin our study with. I'm going to give you a Middle East news update. I have a purpose for that. I want you to understand where we are today, today, as it relates to a current event in light of the rapture taking place. That will then set, I believe, the foundation of the urgency of the moment. Let me remind you as I do that how the things unfold. And, of course, you know, I can't teach without these three stands or three items. And so we have this mic stand here representing the next main event in God's calendar of activities. Let's say the wall 6,000 years ago, Jesus Christ creates the heavens and the earth and all that in them is. We come along for uh, 4,000 years. Jesus Christ comes, lives, died, buried, resurrects, goes to heaven for 2,000 years to this event, which is the rapture of the church. Jesus shouts, archangel shouts, trouble God sounds, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 13 to 18, and we go to be with him in the air. After that, there will be a seven-year period of time, Revelation chapter 4, verse 2 through 1910. That's 15 chapters of detailed information about this terrible time of judgment. It culminates with Jesus Christ stepping out of the heavenlies on his white horse, coming back to earth. That's Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 and following. And then there's going to be that thousand-year millennial kingdom, Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 to 6. A thousand years of Jesus Christ ruling and reigning from his temple on the Temple Mount of the city of Jerusalem, a temple that he will build. And then this microphone stand represents the third of the events in the future, the great white throne judgment, one of those six prophetic judgments yet to come, and after this eternity future, new heaven, new earth, and new Jerusalem. I'd lay out this roadmap through eschatology because I'm going to put these judgments and the events, the period of time for the judgments on this skeleton so we have a visual understanding of where in God's time in the future all these things will unfold. Before we go to the prophetic judgments, though, let me give you the Middle East news update. Lead story on my website this morning, Hamas foiled in an attempt to take over the Temple Mount. Hamas, the Islamic fundamentalist terrorist organization, who in January of 1996, by a democratic process, was elected to lead the Palestinian Authority. In the last couple of weeks, we have seen Hamas, which was established by the Muslim Brotherhood, the most radical of all the Islamic terrorist organizations out of Egypt, and Sheikh Yassin, their blind cleric, who established this organization, Hamas, with an Islamic motivation. Their religion is what has motivated them to do everything they are doing. The other faction of the Palestinian people politically would be Fatah headed, that was an organization started by Yasser Arafat today headed up by uh, President Mahmoud Abbas and they're totally motivated by power and monetary gain. You are aware of the fact of course that Yasser Arafat when he died was worth six billion with a B, six billion dollars monies that had been given to the Palestinian people. They went through his bank account and he would only dole out that which would cause 
his desire to be the leader of a nation or a group of people that were going to overthrow the Jewish people, destroy their nation of Israel, and wipe them into the Mediterranean. And so this very, very wealthy man died leading his people in the direction the Bible, of course, prophetically talked about. But Hamas has come to power now, and they overthrew the Fatah group. They, in fact, went into Yasser Arafat's palace, the one that he left after his death and destroyed it, devastated it in the Gaza Strip. They have taken control of the Gaza Strip. They have implemented Islamic law. The Sharia law is now in operation in the Gaza Strip. Now, in the other area of Israel where the Palestinian people are, Judea and Samaria are sometimes known as the West Bank. Fatah has control. Mahmoud Abbas dissolved the Hamas-led government established a new government with a new prime minister, had a summit meeting at the first of last week with the King Abdullah of Jordan, President Mubarak of Egypt, Prime Minister Ehud Omar of Israel, and they endorsed the Fatah organization, this corrupt, corrupt organization of Palestinian leaders now controlling the Palestinian people. Hamas has all kind of cells within Judea and Samaria, and the Israeli intelligence reporting that Hamas is on the verge of trying to take over, uh, get rid of the Fatah people and take over Judea and Samaria as well. A part of that process then would be taking over the eastern section of the city of Jerusalem. And in the eastern section of the city of Jerusalem, you have the Temple Mount, that location where the Dome of the Rock, that uh, uh, commemorative building in the Islamic world, it's not a mosque. The Silver Dome building is the mosque. The Gold Dome building, a commemorative building. But it is the third holiest site in all of the Islamic world. Mecca number one, Medina number two, Jerusalem, and that Temple Mount underneath that uh, Dome of the Rock. Uh, tradition in Islam says... That's where Muhammad on his horse stepped off of that stone and went into the seventh heaven to meet with Allah. If you've had opportunity, and probably you have not, but let me just report to you that over the last decade, Islamic fictional novels have been writing about the fact that the Mahdi, Mahdi in Arabic, Messiah, the Mahdi is coming and a part of that process of his coming will be a catastrophe, a worldwide catastrophe that will take place. And President Ahmadinejad of Iran believes he is the forerunner of the Mahdi. He has already stated we are living in the apocalyptic age and he believes a catastrophe which he's a part of will bring back the Mahdi. The Mahdi will then come into Jerusalem they will do away with Mecca and Medina. Jerusalem will be the center of the Islamic world kingdom that they want to set up. Now that is in all, it's penetrated every bit of Islamic fictional uh, novels that have been produced in the last decade. Uh, the Islamic clerics are preaching on the subject and that is the direction they're going. They have even determined how they can bring water from Mecca for the purposes of using the sacred water there in the city of Jerusalem. The whole process has been going on, and Hamas, an Islamic fundamentalist group, has been endeavoring to try to take control of the Temple Mount. 
You might have heard about this. Uh, they dug out underneath the surface of the Temple Mount an area. They pulled out the uh, Jewish artifacts and archaeology out of uh, underneath the Temple Mount to the east of that, gold, uh, that Silver Dome building and built the largest mosque in the Middle East, 10,000-seat mosque. It is weak in the southern retaining wall, the eastern retaining wall, to the point it could dissolve into the Kidron Valley. Uh, but uh, they have this large mosque there, Hamas responsible for that construction. They disguise some of their people to go onto the Temple Mount. They have established libraries, places of learning uh, for uh, the Islamic Quran on the Temple Mount. And today, reported in the Jerusalem Post, first headline on the page of the front page of the Jerusalem Post, the security apparatus in the state of Israel has foiled and Hamas planned to take over the Temple Mount. Because indeed, they are following the logic of these authors of Islamic fiction and believing the Mahdi is coming, they must have the Temple Mount. Thank you so much for taking a moment to study the Word of God with us. You know, it is indeed sobering. Judgment is coming not only for lost people, but for those of us who know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. There's no way we'll lose our salvation. That's an absolute. It's guaranteed by God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But at the time of the rapture, we immediately stand before Jesus Christ at the judgment seat of Christ. That's why this is a very important study that I'm talking to you about. You've shared with me just a few moments of this study. You need to have your copy, your own personal copy of my latest audio series, The Judgment Seat of Christ. You can call our toll-free number. That's 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, go to the shopping mall, and there make your purchase. The title is The Judgment Seat of Christ of this five-hour audio series on CD. I would suggest get it as soon as you possibly can and begin to study what's going to happen. See, what we do today will set up eternity for us in our service to Jesus Christ. And that is determined at the judgment seat of Christ. Thank you for taking these few moments with us. By the way, the rapture of the church, as we continue to understand by studying Bible prophecy, could happen at any moment. And then we do stand before Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ. But uh, I'm kind of excited about that. I want to stand there, and I'm eager, as the Apostle Paul was, to do that which will give me good stead at the judgment seat of Christ in my service for him today. By the way, I said the rapture could happen in any moment. Well, that is the case. And having said that, there's really nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until.